0: Hello, and welcome to The Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin. I'm your hostess with the mostest on The Wedding Dish Podcast, and I am also the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. Today, I have my little French bulldog bud, sitting behind me he's wearing socks because he's got his poor little paws are uh, in rough shape from the winter and he is not pleased with me about it at all <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the wedding dish today. I am really excited to be chatting with you all. Before we get started, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you've got to check it out. We dished with DMV real estate agent Kamiko Scott about the home buying process, where to start. Tips on the inside information that you might need, the whole process. It is buying a house is a lot, and she makes it so much easier. So, um, and by the way, DMV, for those of you who are not listening in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, that's what I mean, not the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> much like wedding jargon, it is very easy to forget that, um, you know we use a lot of of words that not everybody knows um anyway let's get to it um today we are actually answering questions that i received about photography um last week at our couple social or i guess in real time in your time listener um it is two weeks ago now, but for me it was last week and it was so much fun. Oh my goodness, I guess I'll link to the um, the zine, the digital zine that we put together um, with the timeline and the you know tips from all of the professionals who were part of the event. It's really great. Um, if you if you didn't make the event, you should still grab it. And I'll also link to the pictures in case you want to check it out and the video. So much fun. Anyway, um, so little behind-the-scenes info if you didn't make it, um, our couple social is essentially an alternative to a wedding expo. Um, Frankly, I started doing these in 2015 because I just didn't like wedding expos as a person who – had been married and had attended them and also a person who had worked them. Um, I found that I never converted a single sale out of them, although I would get a lot of inquiries from them. It was people who just, you know, maybe weren't like the right fit or they were so early in the wedding planning process or, um, you know, they they just never booked and um, it just didn't feel authentic or fun. And then as a person who attended them like to meet vendors – I was so overwhelmed when I went to those. I went home and literally threw out every single business card that I got because I just, I just, it wasn't the right fit for me. And a lot of my clients, um, in a lot of ways, meet, you know, meet that same personality style. So um, it, it's important to me that. Those people have a place to go. That all of you have whatever it looks like. You know, even if you're you are a big wedding expo fan, um, you I want you all to have that place. So I started hosting these. They were wildly popular and they've been so much fun. And my company District Bliss used to host them, and we transitioned it to the Wedding Dish this year. So anyway, that's the behind the scenes info. And um, we worked with an incredible team of vendors who I will link to, and they're also linked out to in the zine. So you should. Definitely grab that. Um, it's totally free, and you don't even have to like give me your email address to get it. You know, it's just it's just our gift to you. Um, so uh, I actually photographed the event, and I honestly try not to do that because it sort of splits my brain (laughs) and personality because I'm hosting an event and I'm trying to meet people and welcome them. But then I'm also trying to promote my photography services, which like I didn't want to have to do, but it's just the kind of the way it shook out. And, um, and, and I loved it. It was so much fun. It worked out great. Um, and I collected photography questions. So now I'm going to answer these questions that I um, that I got from you all that attended um, or who weren't able to attend but submitted them to me digitally. Um, so anyway, all that to say, I feel like I'm rambling today because I'm on my own on this one. I'm interviewing myself. How weird is that? All right. But we're doing it. So here are the photography questions I got for Photos from the Hardy, my photography business. Um, so here we go. <laughs> this is so awkward. I'm interviewing myself. Ah. Okay. Um, how long have you been shooting weddings and how many weddings have you photographed? Um, so I started shooting weddings in 2005. I was a high school teacher. I taught darkroom photography um, and then digital photography as well once that came into schools, which it wasn't in 2005, which is so crazy. Um, but I started shooting weddings as my summer job as a teacher and um, it supported my um, financially it supported my getting my MFA in photography and digital imagery and it also supported my traveling because I used to travel for like three weeks over the summer um so I would shoot like you know a couple weddings here and there and it was really fun and just you know is just side income um and in terms of number of weddings, <laughs> Oh my gosh. If we're including elopements in that, um, hundreds. Uh, There are years where I did over 75. um, So that gives you just kind of, you know, and I went full time in 2012. So, um, you know, initially I only photographed like five a year. And then when I went full time, there were years I photographed 75 weddings and elopements. Um, So, that it's a lot. It's a lot. It's hundreds. Um, How would you describe your working style? Do you prefer to blend into the background to capture candid moments, or do you like to be more visible and take charge to choreograph images? Um, So this is kind of an interesting question because I think most photographers probably meet in the middle of these and just somewhere on this it's kind of a sliding scale. So um I like to think that I am kind of a photography ninja. I I try to blend into the background. Um I and and I try not to Change the event. Um, so my goal is to tell the story of your day and and to step and remove myself from it. Essentially, I don't want to influence your story. So every wedding I photograph is totally unique. And yes, of course, I have a style and I have an editing style, which is natural. Um, but I the goal is to you know use my expertise to capture your story and tell your story, not not. Your story through me. I guess it's kind of like I'm the narrator, but um, I'm I'm the one that just kind of like that. The goal is to fade into the background. That being said, there are parts of the day where I obviously have to be visible and take charge to choreograph images, and those pieces are the ones where you know we're doing the posed photos of your VIP slash family photos, um, or your wedding parties, or the two of you together, Um, and you know, in those moments, I have to step in and choreograph and and tell you where to stand and all the things. Um, but anything that I actually have to choreograph, I kind of gamify. Um, I like to think of it as like the price is right. So um, I yell out who's on deck. And then I say, like, have them come on down to come in. It, it gives natural smiles, especially for people who are not particularly comfortable in front of the camera. So gamifying it just makes it more fun for me. But also So it moves it along much faster. I mean, it also makes it more fun for everybody involved, but it moves it along faster and it keeps people engaged um, so that they aren't wandering off to go get a drink or use the restroom or whatever the case may be. Um, So those things are always going to um, be important parts of your day, but I like to make them as short and sweet as possible as opposed to, um, you know, having that be... Hours of photographing posed things. Um, I will also always ask my couples if they want to. You know, obviously, this is applicable based on um, lighting on the day of and time of the wedding. But if you are. Um, if we're able to do sunset photos i always or golden hour photos i always ask my couples if that's something they're interested in and then i will just quietly check in with them at that time or right before that time to let them know that's coming up and then if they decide to opt out at that moment um, sometimes they don't care enough or, or they're really enjoying themselves and they don't want to step away um, or you know sometimes they're in the middle of eating and they're like yeah let's do it and it's like 10 minutes done and back to the celebration um so i think it's you know, for me, it's more important to tell the story, but also that's part of your story. You want some of those post photos. So it's kind of a roundabout answer. Um, Can I customize a package to fit my needs? Of course, you should have a package that fits your needs. If you only need two hours of photography, you're not paying for eight hours of photography. That would be very silly. Um, if you want two photographers or three photographers, um, if you want, us to stay to the end of the night versus photograph just the main traditions then you know that makes a big difference too because that's number of hours and number of photos taken and the number of photos taken impacts the amount of time spent culling and editing and um you know the all of that goes into what what your investment is for your package. So um, yes, you absolutely can customize because you should have the right fit for what you need. Um, Do you include engagement photos in your packages? And what about pre-events like rehearsal dinners? Um, I love to do Engagement sessions, and I really love doing rehearsal dinners, and it's kind of for an interesting reason. Um, They are an option to add into your package; it is not a requirement. I again, your package should fit your needs, and if you aren't interested in doing those things, then we're not going to have you pay for them. Um, Or you know, if you don't want those photos, why would you get them? That would be very silly. So, um, I love doing rehearsal dinners. I think they are a very under underthought about piece, but it allows me to meet your VIPs the day before and get to know them and let them get to know me. So it makes the whole posed photos move a little bit easier. It's more fun. They're really, everyone's excited to see me because I'm excited to meet them. So then the next day, everyone's like, hey, Sarah, it's good to see you again. Welcome. I'm so excited. And and also I get better photos. And then they're more comfortable coming up to me later and asking for photos of, you know, your mom and dad together, or your mom and mom together, or your dad and dad together. Um, you know your or your grandparents. Um, so it's it's kind of cool because people are more comfortable with me, and they're more excited. Generally speaking, about the photo process, so that's really fun. Um, I really love doing rehearsal dinners. If you haven't considered it. I would think about it if that's important to you, Um, especially if you have people who are not comfortable on camera or in front of the camera. Um, Do you offer retouching color adjustment or corrective services? Um, And are those included or an additional charge? Of course, I retouch. while I try to get everything right in camera, because that saves me a ton of time later. And my background is in photography. I have a master's. Um, So I definitely want to spend as little time retouching as possible. It means you get your photos back and it means less time for me. Um, But I am always going to have to readjust. Maybe I have to level the crop so that it's not like if it's tilted slightly or something. And those those pieces are very important to me, um, or maybe there's a reflection on something that I need to pull or whatever. So, I try to do minimal retouching because, again, I want it to be accurate to your day. Um, but yes, of course, I retouch every single photo <laughs> minimally or more than minimally, depending on what's needed. Um, and. I always try to set myself up to need as little as possible. Um, Can we order prints or albums directly from you? Absolutely you can, but you do not have to. And I believe that this is mostly now the case with photographers in general. Um, So you generally speaking don't have to order prints or albums. You get the printing rights. Um, There is an option to order archival quality prints through my site, but and albums, but you certainly don't have to. Um, it's not a requirement. And if you want, you know, something that lasts forever, then sure, order it through. It's super inexpensive. But If you want something that you just want to stick on your wall that you're not like super tied to, um, Costco actually has some really good printing options, by the way, and I think it's an underutilized print shop. So um, if you're looking for something you might change out and it doesn't need to last for 60 years or something, then uh, that's a good option to look into they do like glass prints and stuff too that are really cool. Anyway, not an advertisement for Costco. (laughs) Um, How long after the wedding will we receive our images and how are they delivered? So, um, and most of these questions probably go for the vast majority of photographers, but these are good questions for you to ask your photographer. Um, These were, I thought these were really well thought out and really good questions. Um, A lot of times people don't know what to ask me. And um, so I'm actually going to save these for when people are like, I don't know what I'm supposed to ask because I've never hired a photographer before. Then I'm going to save these and I'm going to answer them for people. um, Or I guess I could just send them this episode. Ooh brilliant um, All right, so how long after the wedding will we receive our images? Um, so that depends. I try to go through them as quickly as possible. My eyes do need breaks um, because you know I need to make sure your color balance and your white balance are accurate true to life. So um, sometimes if I if I've been sitting editing too long and I'm doing like a marathon edit, I'll start to see that the skin tones will get more magenta and I'm like, oh, I need to take a break. My eyes are tired and they're not seeing color properly anymore. So, um, and so it depends on the number of hours at your wedding. It depends on how heavy my wedding load is during that time. Um, but the max amount of time is three months and that's the max max. So, um, You know, I I always tell my couples to plan for that, and I try to deliver them as quickly as possible. I also send a hefty preview that has really cool moments throughout the day, some of my favorite photos from the day, and um, those kind of like hold you over. And that comes out within 48 hours, so it's super easy. Um, And then I deliver them on my website. Um, You can lock your gallery with a password, and then you can actually um, download them directly from the site. It lives on there in perpetuity, and you can. Send the link to your friends and family so they can download photos too, which is super fun because I'm always so disappointed when I'm a guest at a wedding and that I'm not able to actually get any of the photos. So to me, that's actually a really important bit where, um, couples can send that out and it's just, you know, I, I have it locked. So it locked in quotation marks so that I can make sure that you don't have random people just entering your gallery, but, um, so it's safe and protected, but it's also, and I monitor it, but it's also really easy for everyone to get access to the photos they want. So super fun. Um, And also, my couples get a lot of gifts from their friends and family when they send them out because people love to to print your photos and do something cool with them. Super fun. Anyway, um, will I have the rights to the images? Absolutely. You can print them wherever you want and uh, you can do with them whatever you like um, once I deliver them to you. Uh, will the images be accessible online and for how long? I just answered that, so I'm not going to waste your time um, answering that again, but they live on there until the end of my website, which hopefully won't be anytime soon. Um, how comfortable are you with different lighting styles? And if we have to use our rain plan, which hopefully you won't, um, will you be able to adjust to the lighting? Um I, yes, am absolutely comfortable with different lighting styles. I have photographed in all kinds of crazy lighting situations. Uh, My least favorite probably being um, some of the dance floor lighting is some of my least favorite because you can get like green spots on people's teeth or like weird things that happen. But I mean, that's me being critical of my own work as opposed to you should have the party you want. So if you love those like spinning little circle lights and you are cool with the photos um, that you see of those, then absolutely. It's just my personal, I'm always like, dang it, there's a green spot halfway on this person's eye. Um, (laughs) So, um, but in terms of like, if it's dark outside and we're doing a sparkler send off, I've done tons of those um, or glow sticks or whatever um i'm absolutely comfortable with that i'm comfortable with off camera flash All the things, um, and if you have to utilize your rain plan, that doesn't necessarily preclude you from going outside. We do have um, some tricks that I use to make it a little bit better, and I have a rain hood for my camera. It's like a little rain jacket for my camera that allows me to easily go outside um, in the rain and photograph. I've um, photographed tons of weddings where it's been torrential downpour in the rain, and the couple goes out with their champagne, and they're like dancing out in the rain and um, it's super fun and you know if that's your if that's your jam I will make it work so um, yeah that that's it if you have questions for me to answer on the wedding dish or for another wedding professional um, I always accept those you can submit those through our website the wedding and that's all I've got for today. So thank you so much for tuning into the Wedding Dish Podcast and um, and for sharing these questions. It was so much fun. Grab that digital zine. You can get the suggestions and tips from the different wedding professionals that were part of our couple social and also the wedding planning timeline. So when should I try my dress on? When should I start looking at venues? When should I – all the things. Um And you can follow us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast. Please visit our website, theweddingdishpodcast.com. You'll get show notes. You can get that zine will be on there. Um, You can apply to be a a guest and you can sponsor us or donate to us so we can keep bringing you juicy wedding tips and tricks from couples and wedding pros alike. Tune in next week. We will be chatting with another amazing professional from our couple social. And um, if you like the podcast, give us a follow, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting app. It helps us out a ton. It makes us more discoverable and all the good stuff. Um, Until we meet again. Cheers.